because you just said that you, what did you say? I said, I've never really graduated from the college lifestyle. Once I realized you could have oatmeal for dinner, I was like, why are we putting all this effort? Well, it's funny you say that because I actually didn't graduate college. <laughs> and so I am still an undergrad, technically. <laughs> like, that's how I identify. I'm 34 years old. This is, if I don't have the degree, I'm still eligible to get it. That's how I stay young. I love that for I you. Know about you. You're just like, I have a couple more courses to take. <laughs> like, you can do all the skincare you want, but mentally, just stay an undergrad. I just watched the Sarah Lawrence cult doc. I'm not fully done. I need to see it. Is it good? Oh, I love sex cult <laughs> stuff. You know, it's like more mental than sex, which let's be honest, sex is very mental. But um, <laughs> For women. <and laughs> for women. Just true. for women. Orgasms are mental for women. And I, but I... They have, documentaries are so fire nowadays because they have, <laughs> like, actual sentence. footage. They have actual footage. Like, you know, back then, like, in the 60s, their people were just saying whatever, like, this is what the guy was like. Oh, and they also reenactments? Get away from <laughs> me. They're so boring. I want real shit. No. Reenact, then put on a play. Then make it a movie. Yes. Also, I love how long these wires are. And it's become a, like, full piece of architecture. Wait, half of your TikTok footage of this is just <laughs> wires. I was, was, okay, so Hannah is TikTok <laughs> live streaming this episode, uh, which is probably, like, breaks my contract with Amp, but that's fine. <laughs> this is a special day. We need a text from our agent that Did you're fired. <laughs> we're, we both are being escorted out. Um, also... Did not have any heads up there would be video. I have never looked more like shit. The lighting is bad. There's wires cover. Wires are everywhere. But that's okay. I feel like you are making all of these excuses, but you don't have to because you are the hot bitch of TikTok. And oh I wanted God. to just tell you, though, I know it started as a bit. Okay. But now I'm, like, fully taking your, like, hot girl rules <laughs> seriously. And I'm like, what do I need to buy this week, Esther? Because you're actually right. That is... Okay, so... That I will, I'm very humble, <laughs> but I will be not humble in this moment and admit that I am very right about what hot girls in LA no, like, do. This is coming from the ground floor, people. Like, I really, I know that. The well. call is coming from inside the house, yeah. and like, I'm obsessed with it. Like, even today, I, I, I will sometimes check what your nails are to be like, mm. what is the, the trend that the girlies haven't even seen yet? Okay, so I'm glad you bring up nails because I don't necessarily always subscribe to the hot girl current nail. Like, I would say right now your L.A. hot girl is definitely doing a white or a clear something remnant of that, like, Hailey Bieber nail that she did all last year, not the neon one. But I, however, made a specific choice, a personal choice, creative mm -hmm. choice, mm -hmm. um, over the holidays. I was, like, in a very Lana Del Rey mood. Mm. And so these are, like, red. I think the color is called Chili Oil. I just said, give me Lana nails. I wanted to feel like a sad fucking psycho that would have a billboard up in your ex's hometown. Like, that's the I energy. love that you have a motive and a full storyline behind your nails. I think it's important. It's important I to pull it off. You can't pull <laughs> off a nail. I think if you're going to spend the money that it costs to get your nails done, you need a storyline. <laughs> you need a narrative, a character, an, an arc. A motive. <laughs> but my question is, as a honestly, this bitch is a fucking actress, actor. <laughs> Actor, sorry. Actor, what if tomorrow you book a role? They have to be weird about the nails sometimes. Sometimes. I So I was working on something, and that's why I had I got these nails twice, because I had to have them, you know. But I think, look, 
nothing I do is that crazy that I don't think I could like work on a thing with it. Mm -hmm. And also even my tattoos have now been in several different things where I'm like, Let's just what why why do we have to cover the tattoos? Real people have tattoos. You are that TikTok where it's like, oh, you don't like tattoo girls? <laughs> then watch the fuck out, and it's like just your pinky. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like one like an H on the inside of my finger. Then don't fuck with me. Also, do you feel like it's a different energy because we know TikTok's watching us? Like I feel like the Gen Zs are like judging us, and we have to be really cool. Uh, that I don't. It's more just like. Honestly, my bigger concern is how close we're sitting to each other. I have chronic is, bad breath. Is that why we're like, like I, we don't have to make eye contact if you don't want? No, I, I'm comfortable, but I'm just warning you that <laughs> well, I... you don't have bad breath. I haven't smelled it. Okay, that's good. I, it is a good enough distance, but it is a little bit less than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> like, when that was the best part about mask wearing, I was like, I can get close. Like, I can be myself. I don't have to just hide. Because when I started stand-up, guys would, like, a lot of comedians that are like famous and cool right now were like the on the ground floor of being like Esther you have a breath problem no yes so they made it very clear to me has your fiance said that he he only tells me that my breath is bad when I tell him his is bad it goes like basically <laughs> basically twice a week in our house it goes Dave your breath is bad did you brush your teeth he's like yours is not good either like that's our but I have a theory that the person that you fall in love with you fall in love with their gross pheromones too. So like even their <laughs> I want that to be true and their breath, me, you're not like too grossed out by it. Are you not grossed out by your husband's breath? Like his subtle breath, I'm fine. But you know when everyone's like, okay, you had a bad day. Like you haven't drank water in seventy two hours you need. <laughs> like everyone has that level of bad breath. Why am I a frat bro? Why did I turn into a lacrosse player? That is so much better than what Ever the fuck I am, and I'm wearing a J.C. Penny little boys collared shirt. <laughs> no, thrifted. no, I do and think a Tiffany's necklace. You're, you started like being like this is what the hot girls are doing, but you are the epitome. <laughs> also, whenever Esther and I hang out, I literally just tell her how obsessed I am with her. But which you're the epitome of like someone who doesn't go by the rules, go by the trends, and people start to emulate you because you are um, a creative, mentally ill genius. Thank you so much. There's never been a better compliment said And that loud. should be your Instagram bio. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's my bio. Holy fuck. I'm so cool. I, I mean, you know that every time... I see you, I basically pour my heart out that everything is going wrong in my life. Like, when I did your show at Troubadour, I'm so embarrassed. I just, like, took over your green room and was like, life is hard. But you know what's so funny? You don't remember what people say. You remember how they made you feel? And I just remember being like, oh, she's a real one. Oh, That's all I took from that's it. That's how I feel about you. Oh my god, thank you. Because, like, you could have came in and just, like, put on a tough face and been like, yeah, I'm working hard. What are you up to? <laughs> what am I? I have stuff going on. Whatever. Thanks. Bye. But instead, you were like, Let's be vulnerable for a second to people that are tired. <laughs> I think I was like, is show business over? Oh, yeah. You were like, should I quit stand up after you like murdered? Oh, my um, God. I'm so obnoxious. That's obnoxious. That's no. Like, there's something pick me about that for some <laughs> reason. It's like, am I dead? No, because you're like me where I get very existential. Like, mm -hmm. especially when I'm about to get my period. I'm not like an angry one. I'm more like... Is anything, is there a purpose to anything? Does anyone care? Is anyone even going to remember this? I definitely always cry two days before my period. Mm -hmm. Even on Lexapro, the tears can come through. Do you know I am transitioning currently to 
What am I translating to? Prozac. We're all <laughs> <laughs> we are waiting. We are waiting. I'm, so I'm transitioning to, to Prozac right now from Paxil. Like oh. in this moment, like I'm having a little brain zappage. Like I ha I'm having a little transition, but like it's worth it because, you know, I went on Paxil a little during college, went off, did reality TV. It was a hard situation. Called back the doctor and said, can I go on something? Told them I used to go be on Paxil. Well, they said, all they said is, did it work? And I go, I, I think. And they go, let's put you back on. I find out last month, if you get pregnant on Paxil, it's like bad. Oh, they should have told you that. And I'm like, I'm 31. I'm married. Yeah. I'm terrible with my birth control. <laughs> so I now, like, I'm switching. So that's just a fun fact about me. Okay, how do we feel about, like, so it's just the birth control reason or the possible pregnancy issue is why well, you're switching. Well, I talked to a psychiatrist because I haven't actually talked to a psychiatrist ever. Wait, same. Because I'm so good at <laughs> diagnosing myself. I don't need to be. No, I when I went on Lexapro, I like had done my own research and figured that, that was. <laughs> I, I self. Sorry. <laughs> well, also, no, I'm the same. Yeah. And then I just was like, oh, I'll ask my general doctor. And I just was like, hey, like, so I'm not doing good. And I was like, it's anxiety. And she's like, let's just start low dose Lexapro. And, and the truth is no one really knows until you try it. So yeah. it's almost like a good way to start. And I'm glad that you were like, I want to be put on something. If you know that, like, your chemicals are fucking freaking out yourself, you yeah. know? But I finally went to the psychiatrist because TikTok eventually was like, your ADHD is so bad. I'm going to, it's just cats and ADHD, like, coming up on my algorithm. So I fully was like, I am, like, I've never seen someone with worse ADHD than me. They're like, do you put your hair up and then put it down all day? I'm like, I have ADHD. Wait, that's, I've never known what adults with ADHD look like. It's also women. Like, it looks different in women. Because I think of, like, my friends, my best friend in preschool had behavioral issues, and he ended up having ADHD. <laughs> and it was like he would, like, roll himself around on the ground <laughs> in the middle of class, like, and be like, I am a hamburger. <laughs> and, like, or we'd be at his house, and he'd, like, climb up to the top of his closet and be like, Pikachu lives here. So I can't, like, whenever someone says I have ADHD, I'm like, what are you It doing? also blends with so many other things things like anxiety and ADHD mm. and depression and ADHD but my thing I think ADHD is what makes me like a stand-up or a comedian because like while you're talking I'm thinking of like three other things that are like might be funny to follow up with when I'm telling you a joke I'm also aware of the crowd over there like I'm all over the place but it's like something that makes like we can't have brain fog you know well that is very in alignment with something that Dr. Drew talks about which is like you you're zaddy such a zaddy your whatever your fucked up mental illness thing is, it, there's a good chance that it also has a benefit to society where it's like you want your pilot to be a narcissist, you want your surgeon to be a narcissist. Wait, that's so funny. So you're probably right that whatever is fucked up in your head does make you a good comedian. Yeah, and my... So my congrats on finding the right role. Literally, because I was a tennis player, but you have to be psychotically, like, robotic, and it's almost a boring sport. Like, you're doing the same thing every time. And my brain, I would... I had all these struggles with, like, performance anxiety because I think I was, like, kind of bored and I would, like, find things to be scared of and I was... My personality was different than the rest of, like, the girls I felt like. Wait, this is exactly like me as a... Because I was, thought I was going to be a professional dancer. I was a yeah. dance major in college and I remember being, like... First of all, one of the best... To, I'm gonna brag. One of the my best skills as a dancer was like how expressive I was and mm -hmm. like how I really felt the everything on stage and stuff. And I remember thinking 
I don't think dance is right for me because I feel like I have more emotions than what this requires. And that's why I think like comedy or something where I'd speak made more sense. And where you could be unique. Like dancing, it's like you have to follow this one way that everyone's doing it where I feel like you love discovering how yes. you want to experience it and make it unique. Yes, totally. Although I do still have a little bit of a fantasy of becoming a chorus girl. So look out. I mean, maybe your next role. Yeah. Ooh, it yeah. Might, I really think... I have had times where I wake up and I cry and I'm like, why did I put 20 years of my life into tennis? <laughs> like, but what was the reason? What, what was the reason? Wait, but I already can answer that for you. That's actually so valuable because it's like physical activity and it makes you like an athlete. That's You want to spend the first 20 years of your life in an athletic way because then that carries you forward the rest of your life. Sure, I do have good muscle mass. Mm -hmm. But I also was like, if why did I like pursue it so hard if like none of my dreams came true out of it? But then I realized it did, just because you were special in one thing doesn't mean you're not going to be special in another thing. I try to tell it to people when they, like, quit mm. from, like, being a top athlete or a top dancer, like, because they get injured or something happens. They're like, I have nothing left. I have no identity. I'm like, no, no, no. It was you. It wasn't the sport. It was you. That's such good advice. And it's you so put true. it in other things. And like you with tennis, you have to be, like, a robot. You cannot be expressive. I was crazy on the court I would like be like come on like I would like yell and I get all the team worked up like like I would be like throw my racket like I was so emotional on the court I would get in trouble all the time <laughs> and everyone was like literally calm down but I was like a performer like you were I was, like a star <laughs> I yeah I was just like performing my you ass off putting on a show I was putting on a full show and it didn't always make you play well like I'd cry on the court like oh you're, you can't play well when you're sobbing <laughs> but I was like so in my emotions <laughs> and then I would I would like overthink everything. But I do remember in tennis there's doubles and I had this teammate who like as long as I could keep her happy, like in a good mood, she'd play well. And in any situation I could make her laugh. And that I at the time, like I never thought I'd be a comedian, but I knew under any pressure I never cracked with not finding a way to make her laugh. <gasps> and then it's like fast forward. I thought I'd have performance anxiety too with like this other career, but this other career has been so like kind to me because I feel like I'm my own coach now I'm not getting yelled at by anyone I'm coaching myself in stand-up how I wish other people coached me in tennis that was like more abusive if that makes sense yes it does and I also think that the best stand-up comedians are people who kind of had a different sort of career before because you bring that life experience like I remember when I started stand-up at 21 when I dropped out of school literal baby I didn't have anything to talk about like I was digging and trying, but the difference between what I can say now, it's like you you need life experience to be a comic. And I think that you I didn't want that to be true, but it really is true. Well, it's not a coincidence that I feel like so many people pop off later in their yeah. stand-up careers or they start you have to be late. Wise. Like, don't you feel like now that you're in your thirties, it's like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed of everything I ever said and did when I was <laughs> in my twenties. Oh my God, delete the files, kill me. <laughs> I'm I'm changing my name. I changed my last name to my fiance's last name before we even got married because I was like, I need to be a new person right now. I'm so I hate everything I've ever said before this moment. It's horrible. Ew. I just had like so much energy, <laughs> and it was like stop, like stop it. I feel like when you're, it's funny because when I first turned thirty, I still was like I'm in my twenties. But when yeah, you no, turn, same, when you're thirty one, I'm thirty four. I'm eighteen. <laughs> 
I, my opening joke is like, I just turned 30, and then I go, 14 months ago, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, for real. But now that I'm 31, I'm starting to become that woman that's like, I'll say those things. Like, you see someone younger, and you're like, oh, yeah, like, to have collagen. Like, I become that, uh, like, I aunt. I know, it happens. And you can't help it, but it's like, it's so obvious to you. Like, oh, when I had a steady stream of poop, like, <laughs> I just, like, it just comes out. But you remember how things were so different, like, seven years ago. Okay, so I also am very new to, like, being around people who are younger than me, and I it comes out so easily where I'm like, <laughs> oh, I just, I, it's hard not to think, like, oh, my God, this person is just younger than me, and they haven't, like, and then you sound like an asshole for being like, you're just young. It's so weird, because you, know, you, like, lose hope. I hate to say that, but, like, you lose hope, but with that, you gain wisdom. Because, like, I was just, like, full of so much hope and excitement mm -hmm. and fear. And now I have less fear because the shit I was scared of has, a lot of it's happened. Yes. And I'm yes. still here. I'm still ugly. I never became <laughs> Kate Upton. Like, it's, it all happens. I know you could get boobs still during your last year of graduate school. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. There's you with boobs, I feel like, would make me uncomfortable. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's the also best a way. compliment. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I want everyone in the room to just be upset. Scared. Yeah. Unhappy. Um, I know you wrote all these notes, but I've just. No, I'm so. I'm gone. having the time <laughs> of my life. Also, today, one of my friends texted me. They're watching a, a show about like morticians. And they're like, that's so scary. How could anyone be a mortician? And my first thought was like, wait. That's like playing dress up with all your friends and you have all the control. <laughs> Am I crazy to think that that would be a fun, like if you trained and got used to it, that could be a vibe. It's an artistic career. Imagine like you do it, and, but you're known for like a certain style. <laughs> like you gotta go to Esther oh if they want like a full face, like <gasps> face beat, glammed up. I would also provide a service where we meet before you die <laughs> Like you, you hire, you take me on before it's time, and we make a plan together. And like, I can really curate your look. Give me LA hot girl vibe. I mean, it is kind of crazy to think that like someone else is control controlling how you're looked. Like the last time people see you, like wow. we know how our makeup is done the best way. Yeah. Like someone else doing my cat eye. I have a hooded eye on the right. You're not gonna know. <laughs> and now I have an anxiety I didn't even ha have. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. My, my. <laughs> husband his his mom passed away rest in peace oh, but she was like really beautiful and like he was she got all her kids to be child models like she was a little vain but like she knew good looks when she saw them mm -hmm. <laughs> before she died she just goes make sure it's a closed casket because <laughs> i haven't gotten bone socks mm -hmm. <laughs> and like it's honestly so beautiful and important yeah that you feel comfortable that when you're gone people see you in the right light or no light it, no i think that that is also you know, how do you feel about when we see old ladies with lots and lots of makeup? It used to make me sad, and then I, I realized, like, wait, no, that's actually so beautiful that they're... Th why do they have to stop participating in beauty and fun and stuff? But, like, I think if you watch, like, what happened to Baby Jane and the amount of time, like, the old ladies and it spend on their makeup, you're like, what is going on? Yeah. But I've shifted my perspective. So I'm in a unique situation because I have a glamour. Nana still got Nana's it. Nana still got it. But Nana still got it is uniquely the sexiest grandma in the world. She's gorgeous. Like, her Wait, skin... you're so lucky. So, if people don't know, <laughs> Hannah's grandma is, like, literally a, a hot influencer. Like, I grew up knowing she was a star. Like, she would walk into restaurants and people would just be like... <gasps> Are gorgeous, you like me? it was, and then as she's gotten older, it's been, it gets more and more because they can tell she's older, but she's stunning. And this is not even a brag because, like, 
it's not even bad in today's society, but like she's never gotten anything done. She hasn't even gotten her ears done. She's so scared of needles. I know. Her skin is better than mine, but she does. She stays out of the sun. She like Classic. sleeps on her back. Classic. She doesn't drink or smoke. Amazing. She's done like everything right, and I guess genetically. But anyway, she calls me the other day, and she's like, "I'm getting old." Every time I talk to her, I'm getting old. I don't look how I used to look, and I go, "Nana, you're what is she like, 82 or something?" I'm like, "Nana, you're 82." When are you going to let yourself just be old? Because <laughs> I think you're there. But, I mean, her will to be hot is, like, truly incredible. I'm very inspired by that. <laughs> I'm on that path for sure. That's what I where I'm headed. Because I was just thinking the other day, so I've never gotten any, like, face work or anything done, which I'm not against it at all. I've, I've gotten consultations. Like, I'm so open to it. I've never done it. And I just thought, like, Maybe it would be nice if I decided to, like, commit to never getting work done so that I could just, like, set an example. Because I feel like we need more examples of people that are, like, I don't get – you know what I decided? The youth and beauty that I got is enough. I'm going to do what I have, Mm -hmm. what I can with what I have, and just, like, use that, juice that for what it's worth, and be done. I don't need to, like, manufacture more. Now, I say that fully (laughs) as a hypocrite. (laughs) I will – get something done when I decide to but for now when I was 24 I was like I don't understand plastic surgery (laughs) like talk to a therapist find work what's within but then I realized I'm such a full hypocrite like how can I tell a girl for example who might have been like bullied for her nose her whole life Mm -hmm. not to get a nose job when I've never walked in her smelled in her (laughs) face (laughs) shoes you know what I mean absolutely like you don't know people's experiences but you do want to make sure you're not making flippant decisions. I have a lot of thoughts on this based on, like, trends and stuff. Yes. And my nan is a bad example. My nan is a freak, and I almost joke, like, I don't want to be like that where I'm, like, hanging on to trying to be hot. Because mm-hmm. I, she just, she was of that era where, like, her dad didn't let her go to college. She got married at 18. She wanted to go to art school. All p- people valued her for was being so beautiful. So that's what she had when she's hilarious funny smart like she's just has so many things to give but in like when she was born it was just you're either you're hot or you're not this is why i believe fully fully it is our responsibility as annoying women (laughs) to like get out there and fucking get what's ours Mm -hmm. be ourselves and not be shy about it and keep fucking going push past everything because your fucking Nana wasn't allowed to go to art school when she wanted to. People who are still alive today, women who are still around today, did not get chances. Her, her dad cried when she said, I want to go to art school. He sobbed. I <laughs> think about this, too. with like with First-generation Italian-American. Dude, yeah, like my grandma, who I never met, but I'm like, who knows what she maybe wanted and was just had no options. Mm-hmm. It was, she was born in 1912. Like, or she, yeah, she didn't even know what she could want. Yeah. It's crazy. That's why we have to fucking go get it all. We have to, like, All leave, of us. Eat, just eat. Leave no crumbs. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I feel like now that I've finally, you think, like, you'll never start aging, but, like, you obviously start seeing things and you realize, like, oh, if my whole self-worth is based on youth, you're fucking crazy. No, that's not, you can't, because it's, that's a loser's game. You cannot do that. However, a, a, <laughs> However. A, a rule that I have had to put in place for myself a few years ago, just don't look at old selfies. 
like there's no reason to look at selfies when you're younger. It it's a little scary because mm-hmm. you like, oh my god, I this and that. <laughs> Just don't look. If I don't look, I don't know what's changed. I I had a talk with my friend Paige about how often I you love look Paige. I love Giggly she Squad. You. I'm Thank a giggler. You. Oh my god, you are stuck. Yes. Okay, so we have to announce that on the next Giggly Squad <laughs> that you're a giggler. We it's so funny. I've talked about like how often you look in the mirror, and I actually think. It's some, like just how you see how much you look at your phone and we can't control it, but like it's not healthy to look at the mirror too much. And it's not healthy to like avoid the mirror yeah. too much. There's like a healthy medium. Yeah. Because I always find when I'm my happiest, I'm not like analyzing myself in the mirror. I also feel like I the where I lived before I live here, there was something about the lighting that always showed me my like sunspots. Mm. And now the lighting here, I never see it. And I'm like, oh, it's that simple. Now I don't think about them or give a fuck because I don't see them. It's like, crazy how perspective can change your whole entire perspective. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, all, it's all in the lighting. It's all in the lighting. <laughs> I know, whenever when someone says like, oh my God, your skin looks so good. You're, I'm like, it's lighting. <laughs> and it, and it Or like, oh, you got your face. No, it's lighting. Lighting is everything. Lighting is the only thing that matters. That's why I look so ugly on this TikTok right now. But it's also, <laughs> this is all just to explain the TikTok. <laughs> I also feel like it depends who you look up to. Like, um, I was talking to Lindsay Pellis, the like she's this famous Instagram model, like dated Dan, Dan Blazarian, like the hottest of hot. It's gotten a lot of work done. And part of me was kind of trying to understand where she's coming from. And she's like, I grew up thinking like I want to be a pinup doll. Like I saw Pam Anderson and I was like, I want to be like her, which an icon. But like those like I see like Barbara Corcoran and I'm like, I want to be like Barbara Corcoran. <laughs> I, you just you have the things that you like value in your head, yeah. and maybe it's because when I was younger, because I was an athlete, like no one ever talked about my looks. It just wasn't relevant. Yeah, and that like has very positively helped me. And what I what I have learned about my looks is, I'm a little delusional. Like I th- I say I have reverse biodysmorphia. Like I think I'm way hotter than I am. That's the best kind. Because I just go by like what I receive from people. Yeah. Because like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And then I get, like, a little swag about me. And next thing you know, I'm, like, I'm the hottest person ever. And I realize it's literally how you carry yourself. Like, how I walk, people will treat me different. It's not about my, like, face. I will wear no makeup and have, like, more dudes hit on me than when I, like, try sometimes. Like, it's literally how you carry yourself. It's so true. I always I, this, I talk about this in my stand-up. It's, like, Gen Z has taught me that if you want to be hot, all you have to do is decide. Like, you don't. And I'm like, I spent all these years of my 20s running around thinking I was ugly for no fucking reason. I could have just pretended I was hot. Have the Gen Z's, like, shown you, like, that you're the hottest, coolest? Because you are. No, not, this is all (laughs) mental in my head, but. But it's funny, you don't even know what to be, like, if you're running by, like, what other people think of you. Like, I didn't TikTok, some people were telling me that I have really pale lips. Which hilarious did not know. I I was we'll like we'll take care of those with the mortician <laughs> but at the, my business write that down for <laughs> when I need to come Making to you notes. but I was like I didn't even know that was something you should be like should I be insecure and I had this weird moment and then I realized like oh my god it's all made up everything's made up uh, everything's a trend I saw a TikTok which is how every sentence starts <laughs> New York um, Times that said a girl's therapist told her what. Do an exercise where you close your eyes and pretend to tell yourself whatever it is that you look like, that is the standard of beauty. How fucking powerful. If you, like, everyone go take that with you. Imagine you are the standard of beauty. But to the person who, like, becomes your person, not to make it about, like, finding someone, but, like, you are their standard of beauty. Yeah. 
And, like, they're not going to find anyone just like you. No, and, and also, oh, my, this is another thing I've been thinking. as when Because when I get insecure and weird, that's when all the good stuff comes out. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, Esther, there will I promise you one thing in life, there will always be someone prettier than me. There will always be someone younger, skinnier, hotter, bigger butt, best, better boobs. So why? I'm staying out of that rat race. Everyone listening, there was always going to be someone better looking. Oh, than yeah. You. I'm not in the game. Yeah, I'm not competing. I'm, not, I'm out. I'm not I'm competing. Barbara Corcoran, I'm out. <laughs> I'm fucking out. <laughs> Shout out to Barb's. But it's true. I'm not. I don't want to be a part of that competition and i recommend everyone else get out now (laughs) get out out now because you'll there will always be and growing up my dad would always like if i had didn't have if i wanted something and we couldn't afford it whatever he'd be like there's always someone who has more than you there's always someone who has less and that helped but now Mm. it's like bro there's always going to be someone hotter someone who's forget it but i'm not competing hotness is so subjective as in like i'll see a girl and be like oh that's a hot girl right and then I'll like ask my husband like you think she's like really hot right and he'll be like no I have the same thing with Dave too and like you realize like they're actually attracted to like your type of girl and the girl you're putting on a pedestal who's so different than you is just like attracting different kinds of dudes it's like when I dyed my hair blonde I got all this weird it was a very bad job in college like $25 bleach job but I got like a different kind of attention from guys Mm -hmm. and it's just funny to show like you're authentically you, and you're connecting with people who want people who are authentically like you. Yes. Not you trying to be a Walmart version of of a filtered image on Instagram. That was kind of intense, but, no, you know. No, you, that was really well said. Walmart <laughs> version. As I was saying it, I was like, damn, but it's like a Walmart Facetune. Like, what are we trying to be? Yeah, it's it's a losing battle, and it sucks, and it's like I have totally been, I I really have lived way too long in that zone of, like, getting dumped and then looking at the girls that they're who are they going after next and then you go so fucking crazy in your head and and it's just like I'm out of that game I'm not ever going to be concerned about someone prettier than me younger than me whatever it's like I'm me no one else is me that's all I got that's what I have that's what I'm working with that's it and also pretty people can be really annoying sometimes they are also (laughs) always for sure gonna get ugly so it's it's like Good luck with that. I was on TikTok Live a couple nights ago, and someone was like, you look old. And I was like, and I never responded to those. I was like, no, 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 sir. I was like, you are projecting. You hate yourself. You think you're old. No one is frozen in time. Everyone is getting older. You cannot just, everyone's old. The only thing that scares me about getting old is dying. I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's like the least you scary. Wrinkles terrified. Death Put me to sleep. Get the Prozac <laughs> right, and you'll be just fine. Like, Lexapro has really chilled me out on do that Do you have here. anything else on it? Or just... Any, what do you I mean? mean? Like, do you have a cocktail, or is it... It's, you're just straight up Lexapro? I'm five milligrams Lexapro. That's it. I probably am due to up it a little, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Could definitely go What's to What's the, like, therapeutic dose? Five? I don't know. Dave is on it. He's on ten. I think mm. my grandma's on five. <laughs> Wait, I love how the whole family is just yeah. Well, that was dabbling. That was when I was like really nervous about it and not sure what to do. When my mom was like, "Well, your grandma's on it. Your cousin's on it." And I'm like, "Dave's on it." Good for your grandma for getting on it. Yeah, I know. Because that generation did not even like know. Yeah, but what anxiety was? She's like a young hoe kind of grandma. Good for her. Yeah. She get along with my grandma. Yeah, I'll, but she doesn't eat. She only smokes and drinks. So <laughs> she's a party girl. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> she gets mean. <laughs> she doesn't like me. Anyways, um, 
<laughs> Grandma, love you. Mean it. Um, but yeah, always. I just wrote in my notes. Oh, there's always someone younger and prettier. <laughs> and I'm, I don't. And, and you lose that game every time. And I don't play losing games anymore. And that's that's that. Also, like people are so complex and full of so many things. Sometimes people who yeah were just valued for being pretty, they like. They are the ones who, the second they lose it, have like the biggest struggle, and it's like really which is upsetting. by the way, also prepare yourself for that. Be like, I'm not only depending on that. Like, and I, I think that because of Instagram and TikTok, and I look, I fucking love looking pretty on the grid. I love looking pretty in the stories. I do, but that can't be my only thing. But it's so funny because I see you like so much for the female gaze. Thank you. As in, like, I will, you'll post, and I just, I'm like, oh, that is, like, a moment. Like, that is a vibe where I'm never, like, it's, like, all of you that makes mm-hmm. it great. Like, obviously, you're adorable, and you have, like, whatever you're looking at, but it's, like, a, it, it's, like, the confidence of it. Oh, my God, bestie. But that's true. Like, that's what, that's, to me, that's, like, impressive than, like, oh, a girl looks cute in a bikini, like, cool. But then you posting a, like, moment, I'm like, she's fucking taking over the world. Like, Thank that's, you. that's a vibe. But also, in our careers, like, in terms of, like, if I'm a casting director, I want someone with, like, a certain look who looks human, <laughs> like not an alien vibe yeah. or, or isn't like, okay, well I could tell that you're, you have all this work done to your face and it doesn't move in a scene the way we need it to move. Totally. Like that's important for us. And then my, my expressions on stage, I mean, I joke Rosebud Baker, she says how she gets Botox, but she's like, it makes my jokes funnier because I'm so monotone. No, that's true. She's very dry. And she's killing it like that, but I can't pull off jokes like <laughs> she can that way. Like, I need to be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and she'll just, like, nail it with, like, no expression on her face, and you just are crying that laughing. That is true. It does so really So it depends on your style. Story. Yes, it does. It, everyone's different, and that's the headline of this podcast. Why do um, we look like we're in a book club? I feel like we're like, welcome to the weekly book wait, club. that is a way of saying that we're ugly. No. If this is a book club, that's not pretty girls. Those are girls who need to have skills in life later. They're not getting married in college. It's not, they're not getting their MRS, oh as you say. Um, yes? I wanted to say one more thing about the pretty stuff. Same Do you know Brianna Chicken Fry? What? <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? So she's a, she's a barstool talent. Okay. She's on TikTok. And she made this very interesting observation that like, hot people might actually have a harder time finding, like, love in relationships and, like, healthy relationships because hot people will be, like, so attracted to other hot people just for, like, being hot. Oh, hot people are fucked. They're Dude. love addicts. They're, like, when a girl is, like, I have, I'm addicted to boys. I'm, like, you're just hot. I would be addicted to boys, too, if I had that option. If, like, every time you opened your phone was a guy just, like, throwing himself at you. Yeah. It's, like, the Pam Anderson doc. Remember when she, like, got this role on Broadway and she's standing there and she's, like, I just can't meet a man and and have it ruin it all. I'm like, you're that hot that you're like start. You're like, I can't have like ten boys fall in love with me and get distracted. Like I've never thought that like going to anywhere. <laughs> she's just like, don't let him like to meet one man yeah. is difficult. And she's like, everywhere I go, I just fall in love and get married within four days. But it's, that's hot people problems. It's so true, and it is. By the way, my biggest takeaway from that doc, <laughs> um, all other than it's iconic to read your va- wedding vows off of a BlackBerry to Kid Rock, mm-hmm. was she's a she is a love addict. I think she knows that. I don't think that's rude to say. I obviously relate. Like I love falling in love too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of gave me comfort in realizing that 
love is an addiction. It's mm -hmm. not a magical like fairy tale. It's it's a chemical imbalance. It's a it's an addiction to a chemical and it's nothing more and it's like it's getting a hit of something. And so I feel like ugly people really won this race because <laughs> Hot people are fucking distracted, and they want to fuck each other, and they want to fall in love. Like just what you were saying. Well, yeah, like, you can, you, how many hot people can you fall in love with a day just walking down the street? Like, that'll be my man. He's perfect. Like, you're, there's so many tall men that are horrible people that I didn't realize until, like, too late. But, like, when, even, I'm not even saying ugly people. Like, normal-looking people, to fall for someone, like, they get to know each other. Yeah. They aren't, like, obviously, you can, I've been obsessed with ugly men, too. Like, I love falling in love with ugly men, too. But it's, it's, I feel like there's more healthy long-term relationships when two people might come across each other because of a common interest. Or just spending a lot of time together, they're like, am I getting feelings? And it's not that initial crazy hot flame of like, your body ratio's right and my body ratio's right, so we're gonna fucking fall in love. Like, that's not how love works. No, and on top of that, what this where I actually do have sympathy for really hot women is like, <laughs> they, I'm a hot girl apologist as mm -hmm, well. Mm -hmm. Think about the kinds of men that are vying for you and chasing after you if you're really hot. Pam Anderson, so for example. True. It's like you're getting the skeezy guys that want a trophy, that want an object, that want a so submissive pretty true. thing. Where it's like, that's why I've always been the kind of girl where I maybe this is like, it's so embarrassing to pretend like this is just how I am, but I go after the guys because they don't come for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I like that. I'm like, I chase, I pursue because I don't want a guy that's addicted to the chase because guess what? When he's chasing you down, once he gets you, what's he going to want to do? Chase someone else down. Mm -hmm. It's a high. They're on. So it's like, I say, if you're a girl, if you're whatever you are, flip the switch, go for them, mm -hmm. pursue them, and give them a fucking taste of their own medicine. <laughs> yeah, and then get sick of him when you realize he's actually super fucking boring, even though he has abs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I, I do feel like if fall, like you want to fall in love with someone's mind, like how their mind works. Yeah. You want to fall in love with, like, because I'm telling you, I don't care how hot these people are, three months in, he just becomes a dude on your couch who's fucking annoying you if he's not, like, your person. You're so right. I, when I was dating, the one time I was dating, like, a kind of a guy who was just, like, good-looking, like, fit guy, <laughs> we were on a walk together, and he just goes, do you think if I had a soccer ball, I could hit it that sign with it? And I was like, I am, I have to go. This is crazy. I am, this is bad. This is really bad. And... No, Esther, I'm the worst at it. I'm very shallow because I felt like it was, like, feminist for me to be, like, I want to, like, I'd want, like, models, professional athletes. Like, I wanted to be, like, it made me feel hot. I kind of liked that. That hot. is cool. I, I was doing it in, like, a yeah. power way. I did that in high school once. <laughs> yeah, I fucked a really hot younger guy, and he, yeah, he did it. Yeah, it was. But I, like, I'm and I was open about it. I'm, like, I'm very shallow, and I couldn't help it. But, like, I dated, like, a like, the hottest guy on the football team at Wisconsin, like, 6'7". Like, hot, like... I didn't know they went that high. Neither did I. They six, make him big seven? out there. But, like, he not only was 6'7", like, he was, like, gorgeous, like, to the point that you're, like, don't make eye contact with him. Like, everyone talks about him. Like, that kind of hot. And he, like... I think I, like, said something funny to him on Facebook. And he knew me from around the athlete circle. And he, like, asked me on a date. And he, like, kept wanting to hang out with me. And then, you know, I was, like, seeing him. Like, it was, like, I felt, I literally felt like I was in one of those movies. And then I found one out. One of those movies. Like, just, literally. Just a movie? A rom-com. <laughs> like, a literal rom-com. Any like, movie. Sunset like, Boulevard. Yeah, <laughs> like, any movie. It could be a murder <laughs> doc. Any movie. So, but then I found out, like, I'm going to know him. I'm, like, he literally 
doesn't believe in gay people. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> he also, like, was getting mad at me because I didn't want to go to Bible study with him. Oh, and, my like, God. I'm a full atheist from Brooklyn, New York, and I was like, churches make me uncomfortable. Like, they cause a lot of wars. Like, he, he, I had to sit him down, and I was like, I cannot go to church and still have morals. Do you understand that? Like, it doesn't make me, like, an evil person. My best friend is, like, flaming lesbian on the tennis team. And, like, I was like, why am I pretending that I love this man when he's so not the right guy for me? He said he was, like a born-again Christian, so he couldn't have sex anymore, even though he used to have sex. So, like, I wasn't even having sex with him. What? It was just so strange, but I was, like, I loved that this guy thought I was, yeah, like, liked me. And I did it all the way up until, like, recently. I was, like, dating this model on reality TV who, like, he never made me laugh once, but he was, like, the hot guy on the show, and he liked me, so I was, like, cool, until I found out he was, like, really not the right person for me. But did you have, like, fun talking to him? I like probably because you were like that it he was, was hot. It was like a was fun attention thing, and yeah. he would he like would call me like six times a day. Like I was his emotional buffer. I was like his therapist. I was helping with his career, and I like we obviously like got along like good friends. But I never was like actually emotionally attracted to him. But everyone was like she's in love with him because like he's so much hotter than her. Of course, oh, of course they so, fucking and use I was that like this man you. has literally never made me laugh once. Like he he couldn't he. Long story short, he ended up, like, really kind of... We had this one rule where I was, like, just don't embarrass me. And he, like, fully tried to embarrass me. To have to have that rule is already (laughs) funny. We just were kind of, like, an alliance in reality TV. I'm like, just don't, like, lie to me about anything or don't tell me about something that makes me look stupid because I won't do that to you. Like, let's just... And then he did it. And um, then I was like, oh, like, I have no attraction to this man. Because, like, once you lost the, like, trust, you were, like, I'm, what is going on? But that was my own insecurities of, like, wanting to show that, like, hot men would like me. I, okay, I do think that that was worth it. I, like. (laughs) No, like, and then they even said, like, he's probably the hottest guy Hannah's ever been with. I'm, like, no, 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 this is a sport for me. Like, I will find the, like, uncomfortable hot man in the room. Like, he's so hot that, like, he doesn't even know how to form a sentence because he never had to. Oh, my God. Like, the dumbest dudes. I loved it. It was, like, empowering for me. I think that that's what we're and doing then I would for like our ancestors. <laughs> like, that's this is our ch- chance and for I that. And I also wanted to show women, like, I I do have a fat ass. I do have to say that. I do have a fat ass, and I have to factor that in. Thank you. I'm happy for you. But, that. like, if you have a good personality and a fat ass. Mm-hmm, a fat ass? A fat ass. Or, like, you put, like, some of your things together. Like, it's how you carry yourself. It really is. I and they can smell intimidation. I was never intimidated by them because I grew up with a hot brother. Like, my Lucky. brother was, like, the hot guy. Yeah. Did you guys ever, like, do anything? Well, <laughs> no, but, like, I'd walked into the locker room once in high school, and every girl was crying. And I was like, what's going on? They all were, like, crying about my brother. Wait, that <laughs> is so cool. I'm <laughs> no, so like, jealous was, of that. It was so cool, because he's my younger brother, too. So they'd be, like, sucking up to me. Like, in college, we went to school together. He's blonde, blue eyes. No one knew we were related. So all these girls would be flirting with him, and i just walk up and put my hand on him and look at them. And they'd be, like, kind of bitchy to me. And they'd be like, oh, that's my sister. And they'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'd be, like, playing with his hair. Wait, that is such a power move. That is such a good origin story for you. I, I know, love this. But then when he finally met the girl he married, he, like, wouldn't let me meet her because he thought I was going to, like, do something stupid. Which, like, I probably was. But I was always, like, pulling pranks on him and shit in college. It was hilarious. My little brother was in college with me. And all the girls loved him. It was hilarious. I'm so jealous of the power <laughs> you held. Oh, my God. But I do think, because I knew... Hot men growing up, I'm like, they're they're just... My brother was a catch, though. Like, he was smart. He was nice. He, so then these other guys, I'm like, you're not even, like, smart and nice like my brother. Like, I don't... 
respect you. That's so beautiful. The one tall guy that I went on a date with, the date was watching Anchorman <laughs> on his laptop, and I was like, I have to move on from this. Well, there is that basic, like, if you, every time you went on stage, murdered, you wouldn't try to get better, really. You wouldn't have to. Right. And that's kind of, like, hot people. Like, everything. Some of the guys I dated that were really hot would say, like, the least funny things at, like, a drive-thru, and the person would just, like, die laughing. And I'm like, if an ugly person said that, you'd call the police. Like, it's creepy. <laughs> but it's crazy. The, their experience, they don't get, like, led in the right direction. They've never, been showed to, they've never been told to shut up. They never felt, like, embarrassed. Like, those things create, form your personality. Right. Wait, like, so getting bullied. It's almost like they have no... They're, like, science experiments. They're, like, AI hot people. Like, they have no personality they're just like bots i love how we've turned this to like be careful don't be too hot or like you're not gonna be okay or let's just like let's like leave the hot people <laughs> to them to each other yeah like let them do their just own from thing. what i've learned is like they're not or like for example like i feel like my husband is, is very hot he is really but he's hot. older yeah that's so he's yeah. tired he doesn't yeah, feel like yeah. he's in his prime and i'm obsessed with that for us I'm all about looking for little discounts <laughs> in, in your partner because so I have a partner who has a good job, who's really smart. He's a great guy, but he has autoimmune diseases. He's, you know, he's mm. sickly. He's he can older. get taken out at any point. Yes. He has sleep apnea. Like oh. you have to budget and like make compromises in creative ways if you want a good partner. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you know, look like, <laughs> like a beautiful girl like me. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, cause I do feel like a lot of, I'm on, on dating TikTok a lot, like, cause I love just hearing about that stuff, but mm -hmm. it does feel like everyone wants the hottest, richest, coolest person. And I'm like, everyone's a loser. We, yeah. we all have to be more creative. Well, about I call that the date. like Disney curse that like it taught you to be attracted to the like prince. Who's the prince in the room? Who's the douchiest, cockiest narcissist in the room? He's who I should be attracted to. The Beast. The Beast. <laughs> Which we're obsessed with the Beast. But I, I learned. The thing is, dating those hot guys, like I did it for you guys, and you could do it too, but you realize like, oh my God, it's not fulfilling unless no. the person's right for you. And you have to find people who have demons that like are compatible with your demons. Well, be careful with that too, because demons... Demons is a strong word. The, you, right. But you are right. It's like you want to have someone that you connect with. and Their imperfections have to be good with your imperfections. Like if, if yeah. their imperfections trigger you like in some crazy way because of your upbringing, like that's where someone else's imperfections might not trigger someone that way. Yes. Do you know what I right. mean? Yes. I'm yeah. definitely learning a lot about like how we basically just seek out our tr it's like most adult relationships are just like my trauma and your trauma like hanging out mm -hmm. and I'm trying to work on that I mean that's what I, that's like a lot of my friendships I'm learning are like that do you have, feel like you have that I feel like definitely my relationship like my husband has a lot of qualities of my family members like he'll say stuff and I'm like my dad would have said that or like that's exactly my brother would have said or like he's just like my mom right now like he's very familiar to me mm -hmm. but I think sometimes if you can go for someone who has, like, the worst qualities of your family because you're trying to, like, yes. get their there's love. There's a bad or, like, version. You, that's yeah. A, yeah. And there's a good I and feel bad. like it's, there's a balance, and there is a good and bad. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, some things he does that my dad would do that I'm like, oh, my God, like, you don't have to act like that. But then he'll do something that my dad does, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I found someone that does that 
like feels like home for me. But it's true. Find someone's trauma who's like compatible with your trauma. Yeah. That's kind of which is so much more complicated than just finding someone with nice tits or like a nice jawline. It's true. And that's what we like go with first, especially with these dating apps. It, it, I've never I never was on a dating app, oh, so yeah, I missed out. Me. Is that like is that wait? How, how did you meet? Did you meet on a dating app? No, my husband. <laughs> even worse, he slid into my DMs. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't Tinder, but but it's funny. I just did a college gig, and I realized I'm like, you guys have dating apps in college. Like, that's great. Like, college was, like, it's the only time in your life where you have everyone the same age just running around in a city. Yeah, you really don't. And you just go outside, and you're just kind of, like. You meet tons of new people. You're so right. But imagine having, like, apps to be, like, who I want to meet up with. Like, that's almost too much, too many options and too many strategies to, like, find someone well that's the, I guess that is also one of the big problems with dating apps is like the hot people win everything <laughs> so they've just made it even worse for us ugly people or are the hot people like wasting their time going on hundreds of dates oh yeah well, we're not going on dates True. and we're like working on ourselves bettering ourselves yeah yes making tiktoks <laughs> <laughs> on pinterest i love our nails. mutual love of tiktok though. i do too it's really valuable i literally when i feel lonely I'm like, oh, I'm going to have people talk to me on TikTok. It is not a negative experience for me at all. And it is, the algorithm is so good that, like, it really does kind of even know what you're going through in that moment of the day. It, which is <laughs> suspicious. Very <laughs> suspicious, but not my job to figure out no, or worry about. above my pay grade. That's above my pay grade. Yes. Like, mine is, wait, tell me what's in your algorithm. It's a lot of, like, manifestation. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of you know, healthy recipes, hot girl recommendations. It's just, it's so, it makes me so happy. It's like a safe space. It's people telling stories about their lives. Like, it's just like people my age, our age, like, or younger. And we're just like, I feel like I'm hanging out with well, people. Well, Instagram could be so volatile. Like, it will recommend things that you're like, okay, that's literally my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and then yeah. it'll, rec- like, you'll just see all this stuff that you don't want to see. Where TikTok has created, based on all this data, this safe space for you. The funny thing with the manifestation and like the life stuff is sometimes people, I don't love the whole life coaches. They're like, this is the answer to life. And I'm like, oh, you understand life. No, yeah. But like, they'll be like, okay, this is, and they'll do this whole intro of like, I'm going to tell you the three ways to always combat anxiety. And they're like, I learned that. And they go on. And I'm like, honestly, the next minute of my life is not worth wasting (laughs) to hear this. And I just never can get to the end of the video to know the answer to life. And they take too long to get there, some of these people. It's true. There's a lot of intro to what's coming where you're like, what is the point of this? You're not paid by the minute. Someone started to do stitches where they would find those and they would just quickly stitch it and be like, this is what she said. I love those. Which, iconic, and like they should win. Emmys? At least. Yeah. What is your algorithm currently? I have, this is so embarrassing, but I just have, like, so much cat stuff. Really? I love cats. Aww. I love cats. I love animal stuff. I mean, I don't like the sad ones. Like, like this animal was hurt. And, I mean, I like if they show the animal, like, get better. I'm very into animal TikTok. I like farm TikTok. I like people who have, like, started for- farms during COVID. They have, like, llamas running around. I like this, like, alter ego of mine that's not living in New York City as a stand-up comedian. <laughs> and I'm just, like, waking up, like, is my ostrich okay? Like, I, I like, <laughs> like that life. And then I have a lot of, like, badass women. Yes. Like, funny badass women that are, like, saying kind of funny shit. Like, people who would be my friend. That, it's, this is all, 
everything online is for people without friends. And <laughs> I am first in line to get my online friends. Yes, I literally just said when I feel lonely, I open up the TikTok app so people talk to me. That is 100% true. And I feel like our videos are getting sent out to the right people. Like, as long as we're being putting out who we are. Like, I did one video that was, like, about girls who laugh loud. And I was like, yeah, I fucking love that. And the girls commenting were, like, the funniest girls I've ever seen hottest girls like they're just and I'm looking at all of them and I'm like this is these are my people like I'm starting a cult yes. and for some reason this video has put us all in this one place and it's all through like kind of just being yourself so you know, yeah I fucking love TikTok I think for a while there it's like oh everything is a cult and you don't want to fall you know what I say there's not enough leaders we need to step up. We're leading. We're ready to talk to you. We're ready. For only $3,000 a month. <laughs> you Which is a very cheap rate. Very cheap. And it's only available the next 30 seconds. What does happiness yes, do to you? Say yes, now. Comment your social Venmo security number below. Mrs. Buttermilk. <laughs> that is my actual Venmo handle. Why did I give it out? Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember when you said that. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so you're so quirky. I was so quirky. I'm like Zoe De Chanel and New Girl. I'm adorable. That is so nasty. Oh my god. Um, Hannah, this has been the greatest hour of my life. Oh my god, has it been an hour already? I Shut think it, it might, has. Yeah, like literally has. I cherish you. <laughs> I love your podcasts. Oh yeah, it's so burning in hell, Giggly Squad. I love your stand-up comedy. Where can we get tickets? Oh my god, I love well, your TikTok. I'm gonna be in New York. Like I have like a show coming up. I'm gonna be in Boston, Miami, Richmond. I'm coming to Miami too. When? April 21st. I love. I like the improv. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Okay, cool. I've never been oh, to Miami. Really? Yeah. Do you have recommendations? So I did my bachelorette in Miami. <laughs> your best what? My bachelorette party. Oh. Like we went like off like I was the friend that was like I don't really like partying that much and like this is I don't want all the pressure for everyone to have fun I don't like it my friends were like let us handle this for you like it was for them it wasn't for me they bullied me the whole time it was the best weekend of my life we went to this place Swan which is just like like it's it, this is very like sceney premium sceney Miami you go to Swan get dinner it's like there's like vines and shit I don't know then we went to this like Club strip club. Yes. So it's not strip, it's a strip club, but like you don't, it's not full strip club. Like everyone's just partying. Like there happens to be strippers there uh -huh. who are like chill. Um, ja Rule came out. Oh. Just because he was in Miami and did like a, I was crying. I was puking. I puked like I was in high school. Like, you know, like knees on the tile, puke, come back out. You're, you're light as a feather. <laughs> And then we did, like, a boat day, went to this place, Kiki on the River, like, dancing on tables. Like, I, it was, like, I was 19. Are your friends 19 is what I was about to ask you. This is the thing. Some of them are Southern, so they're just, like, really good at drinking. Two of them are just, like, single, never want to have kids, just a fun time. Ugh, the greatest <laughs> friends to have. Possible. And they're, like, successful and, like, have money and just want to be happy. And then my friends on reality TV are literally paid to be good at partying. And they're also, like, all, like, really hot. So it was like we were queens for those four days, and then we went back to our no, actually I went straight to Moon Tower, the the comedy, comedy festival. festival. From my bachelorette, had no voice. <laughs> I had to do like all these sets every night, no voice left. Everyone's like, "Are you good?" And I'm like, <laughs> "So anyway, Miami's fun." You're giving me inspiration to maybe one day even have my own bachelorette party. 
it's about like it's not about being like okay who are like girls that will get mad if I don't invite them you have to curate the most amazing energetic group okay like I had there was not a moment that we weren't laughing like everyone's energy was perfect together and it was luck I don't know how to do it again <laughs> but like great advice it was literally <laughs> the, and like at one point everyone was just talking to each other and not all of them knew each other they're all talking to each other no one's talking to me and I was like, this is actually beautiful. Like, Oh, see, that's where we're <laughs> not the same. But that's when I got bullied. <laughs> they were like, oh, wait, you think that if I had it too, how fucking annoying. And I'm like, okay, this is going too far. I am, like, consistent about only liking to curate a small enough group where everyone can be in the same conversation at once. I'm very mm-hmm. controlling. I'm like, let's get in a circle. Like, if it's my birthday, get in a circle. Everyone share your favorite memory <laughs> of me. Okay, wh- how did you feel when I said that? Like, <laughs> let's all be together. Are you mad at me now? <laughs> <laughs> are you mad at me now? <laughs> Side combos are not allowed. No, literally, it was, like, the biggest table, and it was, like, so loud, and everyone was just having fun, and it was a good practice of me being, like, I'm not in control. I've lost control. Even though all these people are forced to be here because of me, they're living their lives, and that's okay. No, that is beautiful. But that, I had that's to do maturity. some work to get there. That's therapy and, and Paxil. Paxil yeah. and Lexapro. Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you. We love America. <laughs> and we love our government. And so... <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm back in the good graces of the U.S. government this week. We'll see you guys next week with an all-new episode. (laughs) Thank you forever.